5AA Mornings with Matthew Pantelis. Well, State of the State is a segment that we present every Monday at around this time. And today we're looking at the uh, the Governor's Multicultural Awards, which were announced at a ceremony at Government House a couple of weeks ago. I'm pleased to have in the studio Her Excellency, the Honourable Frances Adamson. Governor, good morning to you. And also with you in the studio is uh, Kim Malumba, who is the recipient of the Multicultural Awards 2022, the Youth Award winner. Kim, good morning to you too. Good morning. Let's start with you, Kim. Tell me your story. How did you come about to receive this award? It was very interesting because I didn't know about the award until like uh, late December. Um, that's when I received an email saying that I was a finalist. And then I asked... Um, my work, like if someone uh, nominated me because I didn't know anything about it. And uh, yeah, to my surprise, that was um, nominated by, I think it was Eugenia, so I'm not quite sure who nominated me, but it was exciting to find out. Your story is, is really interesting. You arrived uh, in Australia as a humanitarian entrant into the country. What's the background leading to that? <sighs> a lot of problems. Um, mostly war in my country. Where are you from? I'm from the Democratic Republic of Congo, so that's central of Africa, um, Yeah, where there is a lot of political issues. And um, unfortunately, my parents got um, killed during some of the issues there. And so we were forced to leave the country and living in a refugee can- uh, country for a very long time until like 2013, that's when I got lucky, I can say, to come to Australia uh, through the program. Where were you? What what country? So, uh, most of my life it was in a country called Malawi, uh-huh. uh, southern of Africa. It's a very small it's a very small country and it's one of the, I guess, the poorest countries in the world. So, leaving my country, going there, you know, for peace and, you know, a better life, I can say, yeah. and finding out that it's, uh, it's not what I expected. Um, at least it was good in a way because peace and all that. But um, coming to Australia, that was when we were like, oh, yeah, that dream of uh, a better life and, you know, stability in terms of peace and peace of mind and everything was brilliant. So 2013, 10 years ago, you're a young man. You must have been a child. Yeah, I was, I mean, legally a child. Yeah, but uh, I feel like emotionally because of some of the things that I went through, mm. I was forced to mature at quite a, uh, an early age. Yeah, yeah, indeed. Uh, Your Excellency, why is it important to recognise uh, outstanding South Australians who promote multiculturalism? Well, I think it's really because we show by our actions that our words have meaning. We talk about being a multicultural society and, and there's legislation, the Multicultural Act of 2021, which sets all of that out really clearly, actually, and, and tells us all, reminds us all of what we know, that multiculturalism is an asset to our community. Uh, and we have a multicultural commission, and as of about a week ago, uh, the government has published a multicultural charter. But these awards really bring all of that 
to life because they enable us to recognise people who are making very significant contributions uh, to the success of our multicultural society and helping people find pathways through. And I think, you know, Akima's winner of the Youth Award is a, a really wonderful example of that. But there were others in other categories mm. as well, some people who've given a lifetime of service. Australian organisations, uh, the, the Royal Lifesaving Society, for example, um, special efforts to enable people, children from multicultural communities to learn how to swim, to be water safe. Many, many ways of doing this, but fundamentally it's about recognising contributions. And again, Akeem didn't expect to be recognised, didn't even really know about the awards. That's a very typical story. But what it also does is give... I think and hope great encouragement to others, mm. including to nominate really good people. Indeed, and uh, as Kim was saying, you were you were nominated. You had to ask around as to uh, to who put your name forward. Uh, it must have been amazing to be to be recognised finally. Yeah, it was it was amazing. And to be honest, it's not recognitions in terms of awards. That's mm. not something that I've always like been really keen for. But this time around. Especially after uh, being announced as the winner, I've actually understood and felt the impact of the award. So it was a great feeling. And this is only two weeks in, if I could yeah. say. What I have the pleasure, obviously, as governor of meeting previous award winners, just mm. in the course of you know normal life, really. Uh, mm. And they all tell me that that realisation uh, really grows on them and they come to understand, although they're very modest about it, they wouldn't have sought it, they feel slightly sometimes awkward about even accepting it, and then they come to un understand just how important it is for the bigger picture that what they've done uh, is seen as an example to uh, others. Uh, Kim, let's let's pick up the story. You've come to Australia, you're here, you've studied a Bachelor of Laws. Yeah. <laughs> is English, forgive my ignorance of the Congo, is English the first language or did you learn that on the way? I had to learn that on the way. So mm. in Malawi, because that was an English-speaking country, uh -huh. and also in countries like South Africa where I lived as well, um, I learned English there. But I have to say, when I came to Australia, <laughs> I felt like I could not speak English. You know, back in Africa, <laughs> I used to teach people English, yeah. but coming here, I'm like, oh, this is new. But it was just the way people spoke. Yeah, yeah I wasn't familiar with that. Mm. But now, yeah, I can say I can understand everyone very well. We have a lot of unique phrases, don't we? That, <laughs> yes. that are very Australian. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> from G'day mate and, and on it goes alright yeah. your background then in, in as a lawyer now I imagine your focus will be human rights and the like yeah my focus will always be human rights um, we are quite lucky to be in Australia where you know human rights you know it's something that is spoken about and respected but in my country this is not something that we hear about a mm. lot. If it's not for education, we can't, uh, most of us don't know about human rights. And sometimes we feel like, okay, this is the way we are supposed to live according to traditions and uh, norms. But, you know, there are a lot of human rights being breached, you know, because we don't really understand. Yeah. Uh, it's not just by the government, but also individual to individual. We do that. Unfortunately, the women, they suffer the most. Mm. So, I, because of what I've experienced, I've always wanted to, uh, like, fight for other people's human rights. And uh, I feel like the, uh, having a legal background 
would help me with that. And and you're working now with the Australian Migrant Resource uh, Centre, yes. yes. That's right. So that, that will obviously help, at least in terms of assisting people coming to the country, etc., to find their way through our systems. Yeah, like with the settlement uh, mm. part of things, because I know coming to Australia, the first few years are very difficult because... You know, new systems, the laws are different. We come to a country where the laws are very important. It's not like in our countries where people don't even, even like people in uh, high positions, they don't respect the laws. So you come here where even just parking outside, you know, like you have to follow the the, the rules. You yeah. know? So a lot of people don't understand that. So be uh, working at the AMRC, it helps, you know, because I've, I've been through that. Mm. I know how to explain to people, okay, this is the law. You need to follow it like this. So, because I believe if they understand the law, yeah. it's easy to, like, settle. Are they surprised country. by our laws, just out of curiosity? Are they? Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, very surprised. Yeah, a lot of people are very surprised, especially in terms of the, um, uh, let's say, the way to treat a child. Uh-huh. You know, sometimes in our countries, it's very normal to... You know, smack a child, you know, sometimes they take it out of context, but here people are scared, you know, you Mm. can't even touch, you know, a child. So it's like if they do something wrong, you have to learn ways, new ways of dealing with that as opposed to, you know, back home. It will be just the first thing is, oh, come here, stick, you know, smack, smack or something like that. So they're very surprised. Your Excellency, uh, social cohesion in all of this is is key to the awards, no doubt. And you talk about the other categories and people working together. Does does it help? Do you think having these awards in that regard? I, I think it does. And and what Kim's just said actually about you know, it, it is often difficult. There are enormous adjustments that that people make at a personal level, and when they arrive, it doesn't matter uh, really what category of visa they arrive under, although we always know that people who are arriving on humanitarian visas have come from situations which are often very, very challenging. And Akeem's story is one, I'm sure, that has been played out within other communities as well too. But what we see is the sort of people who are nominated for these awards and recipients of them and so many others more broadly within the community, what they do is they learn... Uh, and then they share that learning. And often that becomes quite personal. They found organisations or they work within existing organisations mm. to help smooth the pathway of those who come after them and actually help our society benefit from their skills, their talents, and that contributes uh, your point about social cohesion mm-hmm. is a very important one. Uh, some of this is about bridge building. Some of it is about opening opportunity. Uh, other parts of it really are, um, for some communities, if you like, uh, ensuring that their language and cultural c- traditions are able to uh, be passed down through generations here in Australia. They are Australians, but they're very conscious of where they've come from. Mm-hmm. And I think we... we Broadly, as a broader community, we, we celebrate those differences, but for the people involved, it can be quite personal. Uh, and we know, I mean, just everyone listening to this program, I'm sure will be thinking of people they know who do this sort of thing. Yeah. Uh, and again, as with so many awards, they just uh, draw our attention to something. They 
remind us of why it's important. You would see this a lot as our governor, just the, the, the verities, I suppose, varieties between different community groups and in the way the relationship works with Australia. And I don't know if you'd like to touch on that, but there are so many different options, I suppose, available to people. Yeah, look, there, there really are, and it mm. becomes, you know, we've so far we've just talked about multiculturalism, you know, the many, the many constituent parts that make a stronger whole. Yeah. Uh, but what uh, increasingly we hear the language of interculturalism, which is the relationships, if you like, between those cultures. Mm. So I see, uh, again, across the state, you might have uh, people from a variety of, of different uh, migrant backgrounds coming together for a, a single purpose. Mm. Uh, and once you uh, mentally go through the process of adjusting to the idea that there are other cultures, yeah. and uh, many of your listeners will have travelled travelled widely, learnt other languages possibly, once you in that frame of mind you are much better able to communicate respectfully mm. uh, and to create opportunities and from that comes strength i mean i said uh, in the short speech i made before uh, giving the awards and of course it's a huge thrill to do that because everyone's so excited but multiculturalism uh, and diversity and respect they are huge assets for our state including as we seek to deal with challenges that are both specific to us but national regional and global we might take a break my guests in the studio uh, her excellency the governor of south australia francis adamson and the 2022 youth award winner in the governor's multicultural awards akim malumba will be back after these words Join Rowie and Timmy G in the studio every afternoon with 5AA's live video stream of The Sports Show. Thanks to Foodland. With more stores close to home and everyday low prices, great food lives at Foodland, the mighty South Aussies. Did you know that Frank Sinatra's My Way was voted the number one choice of funeral songs? With time to say goodbye not far behind. And the number one choice for a simple, affordable service? Simplicityfunerals.com.au can you taste the tang? Kenzie. Do you dare to munch? Kenzie. Can you eat the sweet? Ooh. Can you Kenzie crunch? Yes, we can. Can you Kenzie? Ooh. Taste the tang, you Kenzie. Dare to munch? Can you Kenzie? Eat the sweet? This is how we Kenzie crunch. Kenzie apples. In store now at your local supermarket or greengrocer. This is how we Kenzie crunch. Hey Siri McGain Of course, McGain Where should I get my hair done for mum's birthday? Easy Studio 807 on Marion Road Do stunning hair extensions <laughs> Sounds amazing Yep And grab your flat white at the Gooby Goose at Happy Valley oh, Good call Oh, and don't forget the Flurio milk from Raggy's Foodland in Brighton <sighs> Always looking after me, McGain McGain Massive supporters of local No wonder everywhere you look There's a sign popping up saying Sold by McGain Again <laughs> This is David Mann, man about town for Chemist Warehouse. And why not get ahead of the spread this flu season? That's right, a most important topic. With annual flu vaccinations available at Chemist Warehouse for only $19.99. Their professional vaccination team has flu vaccine appointments available from mid-March until June the 10th. Write that down the calendar, don't forget. You can help to prevent the flu reaching your family by visiting chemistwarehouse.com.au forward slash flu. Most important, to book your 
your annual flu vaccination today, once again, you go to chemistwarehouse.com.au forward slash flu. Chemist Warehouse, they look after you. Chemist Warehouse, protecting our community. Chemist Warehouse, at Specsavers, we understand how important it is to hear well. We also understand that right now, the last thing you need is to pay more than you should for hearing aids. That's why we're making some noise. Because you deserve to know what you'll pay straight away with upfront prices. And our everyday low prices on latest tech hearing aids doesn't mean you'll miss out on quality or professional advice. So for hearing care for all, not the few, should have gone to Specsavers. We're all about supporting local. The Animal Expo is back with animals galore, pet products and expert advice this Saturday and Sunday at the Adelaide Showground. Details at kjex.com.au. Hi, Australian Athletics Champion Matt Denny here. Coles are the proud partner of Grassroots Little Athletics. Since 2017, they've donated over 3.8 million bananas to help little athletes live healthier, happier lives. Coles, value the Australian way. Matthew Pantelis on 5AA Mornings. State of our state is uh, the segment we are in at the moment. My guests in the studio, the Governor of South Australia, Her Excellency the Honourable Frances Adamson, and the 2022 Governor's Multicultural Award Youth Award winner, uh, Akim Malumba, who came here as a refugee, entered Australia on a humanitarian visa, has a Bachelor of Laws degree, is working now at the Australian Migrant Resource Centre, and... Uh, re-elected as president of the Congolese Youth of South Australia. Uh, Kim, where do you go now with the award? What's next for you? So for me, with the award, I have to speak about the impact that I feel like it will have, not just on me, but also my community. Mm. And I will speak more broadly about the African community, so with the young people particularly, because, I mean, for those who have been following the news, um, usually young people of my um, background, like, African youth, they're usually associated with like negative stuff like gang stuff and all those kind of stuff. But what this award does, especially winning it, it shows people that, you know, there is a section of the um, community that may be bad, but it's not all of us. Mm. See, some of us, we actually want to make South Australia and Australia in general a better place for everyone and a lot of people um, judging from also like the messages I started receiving after I was announced uh, as the winner a lot of people f- feel like now they belong because what whatever they are doing to help the multiculturalism of uh, South Australia mm. they know that it will go a long way and being recognized by the highest office in South Australia is like it's a big plus because we know it doesn't matter what someone on the grassroots level says about like who we are, but when the highest person like uh, excellence like recognizes our works, our good works, um, and it gives us a big motivation yes. to do more, m- much better stuff, and also to feel that sense of belonging yeah. in the in the state. So for me, it will help me to continue to empower others to do more, uh, and also for myself 
to continue doing the good good works. Lovely meeting you today, Kim, and thank you for coming in on that. Your Excellency, the uh, the awards obviously champion the importance and success of multiculturalism. There are there are plenty of people. Even I get calls sometimes and texts saying multiculturalism hasn't worked. And as the son of migrants who came in that um, uh, post war boom to Australia. I tend to disagree with that view. I think it's worked really well in that people on the whole want to help, want to be involved, want to assist. And uh, and as a result, well, it's no longer a country of uh, meat and three veg. There's a whole variety of different options, not just food on, on the table for discussion, but everything as a result of different communities coming together here in Australia. You know, that's right, Matthew. You're absolutely right. And uh, with, with the exception of um, our First Nations communities, we all came from somewhere, mm. however long ago. And we've seen uh, successively um, from the early days of settlement, uh, obviously uh, an enormous influx of people after the Second World War. And we can still see those communities now are really very mature having given back, if mm. you like, in spades and having changed the way that we are uh, and they've been followed by successive waves of migration. I think there was a time when we uh, thought, uh, perhaps a, not not so deeply, we saw the impact of food and we liked that. We uh, saw the cultural impact and we liked uh, going to festivals and experiencing all of that. I think what we've come to realise uh, over a long period of time now is if we can create this sense of belonging and Akeem really put that very clearly if people do feel at home here and feel that they can contribute based on their talents and experience and skills according to opportunities we are just so much stronger as a society as mm. a community uh, as a state uh, and that's the wonderful thing that's what uh, brings us together and helps shapes helps shape us even while some communities are very keen to encourage the learning of their language you know the practicing of their traditions and other things and what what enables all of this to happen what makes us stronger is respect between individuals respect between communities and you know just seeing what could be and uh, awards in my experience always tend to bring the best out mm. in people but but as you've acknowledged they rely on nominations yes. uh, from how, members of the public how does that happen is that just the way well I, I should just say just to give people a sort of sense of what it is that we're dealing with we had a one of the strongest nomination fields in recent years this past year mm. 84 nominations across the nine categories uh, and I would love there to be even more this year so it's not too soon to think about it the the guidelines and the uh, information about nominating and unfortunately I'm going to have to give you a sort of URL a web uh, address but it's multicultural.sa.gov.au forward slash GMA which is Governor's Multicultural Awards okay. but if you just type in to browser Governor's Multicultural Awards, you will it. get there, you'll yeah. find it. Yeah. Uh, it's a really easy thing to do mm. and we've got a, a wonderful committee of just incredible South Australians from all sorts of backgrounds who uh, assess the nominees, very nominations very carefully and yep. then you know we work towards this time next year when uh, we'll be announcing the winners again. Well, all right, wonderful. Can't wait till then. Appreciate your time today, Your Excellency. And can I just ask, as I, I, it's, it's off script. <laughs> You've By been, all means. You've been an ambassador. You've been a diplomat, yeah. a department head, a distinguished 
diplomatic career. How does being governor compare to all of that? Because it seems to me, observing you here today, you're loving it. Oh, I am loving it. And I, can I just, well, I mean, I don't want people to take this the wrong way, but, but it seems like a natural progression mm. in a way because mm. the experience that I had as a diplomat serving Australia, mm. but always very consciously uh, and overtly uh, a South Australian, uh, I think enables me, uh, well, bring, enables me to bring something to the role, which is relevant, of course, when we talk about multiculturalism. Yeah. I've previously seen it from what you might call the outside in. Uh, now I'm seeing it from the inside out. Yes. And uh, the inside, South Australia, is a really lovely place to be. So, of course, I'm enjoying it right. greatly. Lovely to see you today. Thank you for your time. Uh, Her Excellency, the Governor of South Australia, Frances Adamson, and uh, the winner of the Youth Award for 2022 in the Governor's Multicultural Awards, uh, Kim Malumba. Thank you both. State of our state here on 5AA Today.